child, just a face within the mind. So I had to get away. I was angry at myself, put my own life on the shelf, making pennies every day. Yeah, but I'm through doing time, pushing rocks all through a mine. And if the bad times ain't over for me, I might as well be free. Spending weekends at the mall Can't any life at all But we did the best we could I'm a symptom of the times Now my face between the lines Would it ever did any good Yeah But I'm through doing time And I've committed no crime Another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show today is Wednesday Hump Day. Hey, hey, guess what day it is? Hump Day, Wednesday, February 17th, 2021. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please use at your own risk. Show is copyrighted by moi. No thoughts of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form. Without my written consent, or you can just ask finally. This show is opinionated. That's why we do it. The host, especially, callers 815 290 People that are naughty in the chat room and deserve a spanking. Or guests that are being interviewed, co-hosts, whatever, are and always will be opinionated. 
under no circumstances whatsoever. Should opinions be taken as advice, if you are seeking professional advice, we strongly encourage you to hire a license if required. Person in his or her field there, little Tommy. Hey, man, wrong button. No. That's his name. Broadcasting live from the wonderful state of Florida, where we're telling the federal government to go fuck yourself. So many words. And the weather is just gorgeous. I'm sorry. Hey, listen, man. I lived in Illinois. In Colorado. My entire life. So I don't feel bad for any of you dumb fuckers that won't move, move, move. It's cold here. No shit. Really? Then move. But you better hurry up because everybody's going to beat you to it. And then housing like Colorado is going to be $450,000 for a 2,400 square foot house. And we're all going to smoke pot, man. All right, man. All right, I'll chill out now. Okay, dude. I got my Rubicon blend, man. And we're all just going to sit around and play 60s music on Alexa and just chill out. But I can't play music because the show will get flagged, man. Because we're playing copyrighted crap. It sucks. All right, so what's going on? I apologize for not doing a show. I have been busy and doing this and doing that and whatever. And I just took a little bit of a break. Okay? So please don't be mad. I've actually... It's a lot of shit going on. I actually... Oh, email. LinkedIn job alerts. I actually listened to Robert Kurosaki, Kurosaki, whatever, Rich Dad, Poor Dad's podcast. Highly recommend it. I listened to Joe Rogan's podcast with uh, Elon Musk. I'm going to comment on that. I titled the show, Get Ready for Getting Fucked. Not being kissed. Get ready for more energy problems higher inflation and higher bitcoin or some shit like that because that's all i've been hearing and then the poor people now i am totally serious about this for all you people in texas move but really no power what is this like the 1920s no power. How in the fuck is that possible? But it is. And you hear. Because the wind turbine. This is what I heard. The wind turbines. Whatever the fuck they are. The windmills. Have frozen stuck. So if this is true. Let's just. Let's just. Let's just assume it is. Okay. Where'd you get your facts from? I don't fucking know. Look it up yourself, but let's just pretend that that's the problem. Okay. Allegedly, the engineers didn't plan for cold weather in Texas. Okay. So I was thinking, how would you stop a wind turbine from 
getting stuck in cold weather, rain, sleet, snow, whatever. I highly doubt there's a heater in there. So I would have to assume, assume this is just me. It'd be like a de-icing system for like on a plane where it would spray antifreeze every so often so it wouldn't get stuck. But I mean, really, come on. <laughs> well, you know, shit, it don't get that fucking cold down here. So here, fuck that shit. Just hook it up. We're going to save $10,000 by not putting a de-icing system on each one of these motherfuckers. So, nah, it ain't going to happen. Uh, yeah, but, uh, what if it does? This is where I side with the millennials, actually. Yeah, but what if it does? Oh, shut up. You're just stupid. There's no fucking way it's going to get that cold here. Yeah, but it might in just one day. What are people going to do? What the hell's wrong with you, dumbass? It hasn't been that cold in Texas since, fuck, I don't know, never. Okay. <laughs> so I sided with the millennials on this one. Yeah, what if it does? What if it does? So there you go. One for the millennials and zero for the smartest people on the planet, engineers. Because now you got people freezing their balls off, don't have any heat, electricity, water. Hope they have food. But, um, that sucks, and I'm sorry. And if I can make you laugh a little bit or just entertain you or put a smile on your face, great. I accom Mission accomplished. But what a bunch of dumbasses. Really? There's like Katrina. Well, uh, we never seen a category. These are the same engineers, by the way. We never seen a category five uh, hurricane or fucking whatever it is. Hurricane. Uh, so, no, we're just going to make the uh, levees category four. Yeah, they won't break. Not to mention, we're going to build New Orleans uh, under sea level. That's why you can't have a basement in Florida, you dumb fuckers. We're going to put it underneath, and we're going to have these big pumps. You just pump water out when it gets too much. But, of course, it's below sea level, so those fuckers are never going to shut up. What are you thinking? Ugh. And I'm a dumbass? Okay. Sometimes. So I was listening to all that bullshit. Oh, by the way... If you haven't heard, Rush Limbaugh passed away. Like him or not, the guy was a radio legend. I could take him or leave him, to be honest. But nonetheless, uh, he's going to be missed. And he was great at what he did. Uh, I couldn't listen to him for more than 10 minutes. It's too boring for me. Uh, and redundant, but uh, none of the less, I don't mean, mind, I don't mean any disrespect because he's passed away. So prayers to the Limbaugh family and uh, Rush Limbaugh for what he's done for radio. Can't argue that. So just have a moment of silence for him. Okay, got a pair of respects. We do have to be serious once in a while on this stupid show, okay? So I've been listening to my podcasts. I really don't know. I think I'm going to start with the Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I just listened to today, actually. And they had a gentleman on there from C-Suite. I might misspeak. Sorry. I think it was called C-Suite. Where this guy, uh, I think he worked at CBS and CBS once upon a time ago was getting into the podcasting genre or whatever you want to call it. And they decided to get out, but there was a guy working there and he said, well, <laughs> I'll take it. And the guy 
is very smart, very intuitive, has a ton of experience, and was saying, because Robert Kurosaki and his wife asked this gentleman in this interview, which I encourage you to listen to, how far has podcasting evolved? And I think he said something like, if you look at it in education from kindergarten to 12, it were like in first grade or something. I don't, I don't know. Something like that. So we're still in the infantile stages of podcasting. That's how I started. And, uh, sad to say I've been doing this since 2008, but only as a hobby. And he was making some really good points for, networking. Now we're on Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, podcast, fucking whatever. I took myself off of YouTube because I violated their community standards so they can go to hell. I don't really care. I'm not going to put my time and energy into YouTube. I'm sorry. I'm just not. Uh, Spreaker.com, Spotify, what do I say? I'll, you know, whatever. Podbean. Uh, I'm being distracted. I'm sorry. Hang on. You should not have this fucking phone when you're doing a show. Um, so I was listening to this guy, and of course he's trying to sell his his services of joining the network that he supports C-suite or whatever. And I looked it up and I actually contacted them, not him. And I'm interested because I have to make a decision here. What I really want to do with this show. Now, what I wanted to do is slowly. We'll try to build freedom revolution network. Or come up with my own thing on Spreaker and turn it into a station and build it up. Or do podcasts only, not live. I don't know. I, there's really no direction, but this guy made a really good point. He says, if you don't get on a network, it's going to be like you're roaming through the desert. And that made sense to, to me because, because it's hard to get traction doing this. But of course, you have to do a show. So I don't know if it's the chicken or the egg in this case. But what I do know is all you guys has got to share this show. And I pulled up stats from just this month and I haven't done, I don't know, three or four shows maybe, but, um, see here comes California again. Okay. I don't know why I resonate with California. I, I would, I, I have a love hate relationship with them because they fucked up paradise. And maybe there's still some people there or I, that, believe in that I, I mean i think california is gonna rebound somehow some way someday god i hope it does i've never been there but good lord doing a show from los angeles like when howard stern did his there with all these movie stars and shit walking in just i, I mean oh my god the energy was off the charts that would la would be the place no doubt about it i would love to do a show from there Absolutely. Are you fucking kidding? But you got to have the connections. So that's kind of a dream thing, I guess. I don't know. Never say never, though. Uh, followed by Florida, Illinois, North Carolina, Texas, Wisconsin, Colorado, Delaware, and Louisiana. That's just this month. For the United States of America, we're just all united and get along, and fucking oil's going through the roof and whatever. Gasoline, electric, 
What's that? United States, 31, uh, United Kingdom, Thailand, Australia, Italy, India, Iran, and unknown. This, this is for this, this month. And I haven't done shit. And then Australia, New South Wales, Canada. Nobody in Canada, eh? Huh. That's for sure. But just like the last year, I mean, this show is what it is, okay? So I was listening to this guy, and if I put just some energy into this and stuck with the structure as far as like Monday through Friday and a time and put a little more commitment into this, and then it was shared... I mean, because let's face it, TV sucks. Radio sucks. The only prayer you got is Sirius Hailer Radio. And then some favorite podcasts like Joe Rogan and uh, whatever you like listening to. But I don't think podcasts are going away either. But you need to know where they're at. And hell, I think you should join. I think you should start one. I really do. But be that as it may, okay, Florida, here we go. I'm going to just rip these off. For the past 12 months, Florida, Colorado, Virginia, Virginia, home of John Carter, Illinois, Texas, Ohio, Washington, Tennessee, South Carolina, Pennsylvania, California, Michigan, New York City, New York, Wisconsin, West Virginia, Georgia, North Dakota, Montana, Kansas, Alabama, Arizona, Louisiana, New Hampshire, Nevada, Oklahoma, Utah, and 51 are unknown for the past 12 months. I don't think that's too bad for doing a stupid-ass show for a hobby. On the world, Mr. Bond, United States, United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, India. France, Ireland, Japan, St. Lucia, love it. I went on a cruise there. Nigeria, Norway, New Zealand, Poland, and others. Of course, they listen to the show backwards. Ooh. Canada, Ontario, British Columbia, Newfoundland, and Labrador, whatever that is, Quebec, and unknown. And then Australia, New South Wales, in Western Australia. Okay, so I don't really think it's too bad. Most of the listening, most of the listen, uh, most of the, what am I trying to say? The format or that format, what would that be? Where are you listening to it? Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Chrome. Uh, and that's pretty much it for that. Number one show downloaded. We discuss white privilege. So there you go. I think that's the all time one though. Let me look. Last 24 months. Let's see. Yeah. It's a number one show. So I don't know what to tell you. I know I'm going to talk to this guy on Friday. Well, what's your show about? I go, oh, beat the fuck out of me. I I can't tell you that. It's a show about nothing, and it's about anything and everything that pops into my head. From either what I experience, which if I experience it for the most part, so are you, or you have, or you're going to. And just looking at it from a different perspective. For instance, perfect. Today, I finally got my ass to the fucking gym. Now, I work out, and I'm not bragging, I'm just saying whatever. I usually work out five to six days a week and take one day off as a break. 
Well, my ass hasn't been to the gym for almost a week, so I'm pissed. So I finally went to the gym tonight, did my thing, jump in the sauna, which I love doing. Sauna therapy, do your homework on it. Amazing stuff. I think there's a book called Detoxify or Die, written by a medical doctor, and the benefits of sauna. So I'm sitting in there, and there's like six guys in there. And I would say there's six or seven. There's like four, though, that are college students. And then there's a guy that was probably in his mid-30s, and there's me and another guy that maybe was 30. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm reading my Kindle. So... I'm reading, I'm reading a book, Wine for Dummies, because I know nothing about wine except it's red and white, and that's it. And I don't like not knowing about something, because if I don't know, I'll admit it. I'm not one of those assholes, oh, well, you don't know it all. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, the red wine and Chardonnay and fucking this and all of that and whatever. No, fuck you. Shut up. If I don't know about it, you know, there's always one asshole like that. He just knows everything. And he just talks out of his ass. It's like, dude, you know, you don't know everything. Shut up. And I, I don't know a damn thing about wine. For most of my life, I've been drinking beer. What do you need to know about beer? It's poisoned. It's Bud Light. It's made from rice. I know that. Blech. So a friend turn me on to the world of wine. But I don't know shit about it. So I'm learning. And there's a winery, and we went there, and it was just really, it's kind of like for you Starbucks people, nothing against them, that you go in there for coffee, and it's a coffee moment and all that shit. That's how wine wineries are. There's just something about me like hanging out and talking, wasting your fucking money and all that other stuff. But you're really not. It's a whole different culture thing. It's really cool, actually. We were sitting in there, I don't know, Saturday and just sitting there talking. And a group of women came in. One woman was stupid enough to get married. She came in with her bridesmaids or whatever, bachelorette party survivors, or they were just starting. I don't know. So like six women that came in. It's like, okay, whatever. And then like a half hour later, then eight women come in. I'm like, what the fuck? Really? So apparently women like their wine. And I've seen this. I've seen this. So listen, ladies. I have a sister and she's, well, she's my sister, but she's beautiful. She's had beautiful friends over and I don't give a flying fuck what she women say. All you men are just pigs. <laughs> yeah. Right. Till you get a couple bottles of wine and a woman and get them all together. Oh my God. Oh my God, I sucked the balls off of that guy. Mm -hmm. What? Really? Yeah. So don't be so cynical or hypocritical because your women are just as bad as us guys when we get together talking about you. Don't lie. Next time, Facebook your little fucking winery thingy with Girls Night Out. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, don't do that. But you know what I mean. But wine wineries are cool. I am really getting into it, but I just don't know nothing about them. But the book tonight was telling you you tilt the glass well, it's got to be half full or half empty, no more. And then tilt it away from you and look at it in a white background. 
and you just look at the colors. Aren't those gorgeous? Oh my God, it's beautiful. I like red wine. And then you slosh it around and you smell it. And there's crap. You know, it's like, okay, I mean, I get it. And then you're supposed to like sip it. And then like slosh it around, slosh it around, whatever, in your mouth and play a game. That's not that you don't have enough shit going through your fucking head. Playing more head games with yourself saying, what do I taste? Is it blueberry? Is it asparagus? What is it? Mm-hmm. You know what they say? The darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. So I don't know. But it's a whole different thing, and I like it. And I'm trying to get into it. But if you get into wine and you act like that, you're either thought of as a real pompous ass or a fag. I'm sorry. Homo. Gay. You're gay. Okay. Oh my God, just look at this wine. It's wonderful. It's so delicious. Or, mm, yes, wine is just spectacular. It's too tannic for me, though, because it's too old. It's too aged. Yes. Did you see how it sloshed around in the glass and it stuck to the sides and had a certain pattern with its legs? Yes. Fuck that. No disrespect, but really, I just really can't. What do you got to do? Wear a fucking three-piece suit to drink wine? I don't know, but I like it. So I'm going to learn as much as I can about it. So there's like six or seven, seven, take two, six or seven of us in the sauna. Guys, I'm reading my Kindle, so these guys don't know I'm listening to them. And then one of the kids said, uh, well, you need to know more about business, I guess, to become successful. They were talking about making six figures and all this shit right out of high school or high school, college. And after he said, you need to know more about business or about business, then I looked up from my Kindle and said, you need to read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So let's say there's six of us in there. One other guy said, yes, I read that book twice. And everybody else in that room or sauna said, oh, yeah, I heard that before. I know, but I haven't read that. And then the guy starts talking to me about it. Then I got the whole attention of the sauna. So that tells me that two out of six is, well, if you double that, that's 12. And then that's four. I don't know maybe 20 to 30% of the people have read that book, which is sad. It's very sad. You should read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Just read it. It's a wonderful, awesome book that makes you think. So that's another... I mean, the guys were very respectful and cool. I think women just think when we all get around... Together, we just talk about them. And no, see, that's the women when you're out at a restaurant and one of them's got to go to the bathroom. So, you know, Does anybody else have to go to the ladies' room? Mm-hmm. And then all you get up and you go, I don't know what the fuck you're doing there, but I did my homework on it. And you all talk about us guys. You talk about your men. I'm like, really? What the fuck, what the fuck can you be talking about? And do I want to know? Probably not. But that's what I hear. But when a bunch of guys are together and they're sober, don't really talk about y'all. It's not y'all. It's you all. It's y'all. Not you all. So, I don't know. You need to get over yourself a little bit. So, but... If we're all drinking, just like you ladies, then yeah, definitely you come up. Breaking the guy code, but it's true. It's true. But we're not pigs. I mean, some guys aren't. And if they go down that road, I just leave. I don't want to hear it.
I really don't. Uh, but some of it, most of it, most of the time is respectable and just a conversation. So a little insight for you ladies there. It's not always about you. I'm sorry. But if we're drinking, probably. So anyway, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the book, the podcast, highly recommend it. So that's enough for that. I don't know what I'm going to do with the show, though. So that's how I got into all that shit. I really don't. I just need, I don't know, growth, feedback. Your show sucks, Tim. Or like, no, no, man, it's cool. I like it. I like, you know, whatever. Whatever it is. It's fine. I do know one thing. You're not going to hear this stuff, for the most part, anywhere else. You're not. And if I could find a co-host, male or female, then... Who knows? I mean, I, I don't know. And then phone calls and whatever. Who knows? Who really knows? But for now, I think I'm just going to stick doing this and see what happens and put a little bit more time and effort into it. Uh, email is redpillshow2012 at yahoo.com. Comments for that. Comments in the chat room. Comments anywhere. I don't really care. Because feedback is always helpful. So there you go. And of course, sharing the show really quick. I follow Wolfgang Van Halen on Twitter and he just released, uh, some songs off their album, uh, from his band mammoth. Check it out. That's all I'm going to tell you. Check it out. I loved it. I love the song. And I told him that I thought it was great. Great job. Great fucking job. He might actually help rock and roll like his dad did, but I don't want to compare him to his dad because it's not fair. But I really do think this guy, he's not a kid anymore. He's in his thirties. I really think he is going to make a big difference. He's just getting sick of being compared to his dad. And I told him flat out, I go, what? Because you're being accused of nepotism. So, I mean, your dad's Eddie Van Halen puts his kid in a band what do you think people are going to think? So he's got that to overcome on top of being compared to his dad. And he's not his dad. He's, he, he's really something on his own. I listened to the song and didn't remind me of Van Halen at all, which I would think he would take as a compliment. Like, oh, it was a great song, but it's not your dad. Well, yeah, no shit. Cause I'm not my dad. And this isn't Van Halen. So, Check it out. I liked it a lot. It's on Spotify and it's got like a million uh, streams already. So check that out. All right. So I'm going to get into this energy crap. Inflation and Bitcoin. Nothing I really haven't talked about before, but with all due respect and possibly taken out of context to my understanding I was listening to Elon Musk, who's a very, very, very intelligent guy. I mean, duh. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to put wits up against him. I'm just not. And I'm not going to compare myself to Joe Rogan in any way, shape, or form. However, I had my opinions as a fan on what they were talking about. And Elon, they were talking about oil and being dependent on fossil fuels and all this crap and um elon musk said something profound and he said people have been working all their life and they've been dependent on oil and to get them off of that or make them change their habits or what they've been doing all their life by trying to demonize them is just wrong and i'm like holy fuck yeah Right. We don't, it's like all of us breathe air and well, you know, you can't breathe air anymore. It's bad for the environment. Well, that's coming next anyway, but you can't do that. And you're an asshole. Jesus Christ. Fuck you. What? 
What are you talking about? You can't drink water anymore. You know, whatever. What do you mean? It's what I was taught. That's what's available. I, I need it to survive. And you're going to call me an asshole and demonize me because I'm doing what I was taught to do or the resources that were given to me. No, it's not going to work. But here's the thing that was profound. That was like, wow. I mean, he gets it. I mean, he's Elon Musk. I mean, number one, why would he even give a fuck? But he's making electric cars. So you need to know the environment literally with your customer and the earth and all this crap. He firmly believes there's global warming. So I can argue with them. <laughs> I'm not, that's not what I'm going to do. But I am going to give my opinion on what they both said, Joe Rogan and Elon Musk, and that was a carbon tax. Oh, my God, God, here we go. Okay, <laughs> COVID-19, you're losing your job, minimum hours, this and that, everything else. Yeah, that's just what we need right now is higher energy prices because of a fucking carbon tax. Really? Now, you got two guys, with all due respect, that have done very well for themselves. So they could handle a carbon tax. I mean, it's not going to hurt them at all. You and me, people that make 30 to 50 to 80 to, if you're lucky, 100,000 a year, this going to hurt. And the thinking is, well, make it more expensive so they're forced to buy alternatives like renewable energy, electric cars, whatever. And I'm like, okay, that might work for you, but I can't afford any more costs, outflows of my money just for some fucking tree huggers and this and that and everything else. Now, Elon Musk said we have time. We have time to change this. And he was really complaining about CO2. And then Joe Rogan even said this. It's like, well, why don't we just plant more trees? I'm like, yeah, right. And he had some, he said, yeah, that's great. But he had some, something about that. I don't recall. But to me, a carbon tax is bass backwards. Don't increase the cost of fossil fuels. Make alternative fuels cheaper than fossil but their thinking is well let's make fossil fuels more expensive because alternative renewable technology is in, in in its infancy so it's expensive well tough shit figure it out bring down the costs of using renewable energy compared to fossil fuels and let the customer decide that. And then eventually you'll get more market share, more people will use it, price will go down, and then you will see them flip to electric cars. But this horseshit of making it more expensive to quote unquote punish you because you're using gasoline and oil and natural gas and all the shit that we've been using fossil fuels since the day we were born directly or indirectly and now demonize you for it and then now tax you on it to make it harder for you to live is, is ridiculous. I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. I can't afford it. Those two can, I can't, I don't know about you. I mean, I'm trying to shave my electric water, sewer garbage bill down to under a hundred bucks a month. And I'm getting successful. It was first 160, then it was 120. And I'm trying like a motherfucker to get it down below a hundred. And then all of a sudden you're going to have a carbon tax footprint on me now. Cause I drive my fucking car to work. Really? That's just going to piss me off. Ain't gonna make me do anything but bitch and complain. But it's like, well, Tim, you got this renewable energy Tesla car. 
and you have this gas powered car and it's the same price, even cost of ownership and operation and energy consumption. So it's your choice right now, but if it was like a substantial amount of difference, I would buy a fucking electric car. You could take your gas car and shove it in your ass because it's about making it. It's not about punishing people and demonizing them for the shit they've been using their entire fucking life. Then they're forcing it. They're forcing market, manipulating it to do what they want it to do because it's going to save the planet. Well, perhaps, but if they keep this shit up, we're all going to fucking starve to death and it ain't going to matter anyway. So it's just food for thought there because I'm just, I'm, I'm not a big fan of getting somebody dependent on something. And then after 56 years, like me, Oh, you can't do that no more. You're ruining the planet. You're killing the polar bears. You're an asshole. What are you talking about? And you can't tell me they didn't have any knowledge of this. When all the oil companies were selling oil hand over fist and blah, 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 and made a gazillion bajillion dollars. And it's like, Oh, now it's your fault. You have to pay. I have an idea. Why don't you make the fucking oil companies pay a carbon footprint tax? See, but the problem with that is just like all taxes, they all get passed on to us peasants. So you could do that. But we're going to pay in anyway. I just think it's it's a wrong way to do it. But still, make make the car manufacturers pay it. But like I said, they're just going to pass it on to you. There's really no way out of this. Any tax increase is always paid, whether it's a corporation, business, personal, of course. You end up paying for it. So they make their gajillion, bazillion dollars and, uh, well, we're going to pass a law that there's going to, we're going to make it fair. There's going to be a carbon footprint tax on manufacturers, oil companies, whatever. And also the consumers that use it. Well, you're, you're you as a consumer again, it's just get passed on to you to pay the tax. And that's what sucks. So we're getting fucked no matter what we do. And it's just not fair. They got to have a little bit of accountability. They're the ones that put this shit out. They're the ones that said, oh, drive a car and oil. And, you know, I know for, I don't know for a fact, but good Lord. There's been rumors since when I was in high school that they make cars that can get 100 miles per gallon. And you're going to put me on a fucking guilt trip and demonize me because you won't, number one, admit it. And number two, Release a car that gets 100 miles per gallon? Come on. That's fuckery. That's mind fuckery. But that's just my opinion. But this thing in Texas, those poor people, how in the fuck, how can you not have enough electricity? And then what's going to happen when it's 100, 120? Because you hear, well, the reason why this happened is renewable energy in the windmills because they're not spinning. And then you hear from the press secretary from the Biden administration saying, no, it's the opposite. It's because of fossil fuels. It's like, okay, well, if that's the case, then what the fuck is going to happen in the summer? Which doesn't even make any sense because summertime, those wind turbines better be spinning. And I highly doubt there's going to be rolling blackouts as bad as there are now. Because it takes a lot more power to run air conditioning than it does heat, unless it's resistive heat, but I really highly doubt it. It could be heat pumps. But be that as it may, I would guarantee the KW, the consumption of electricity is way higher in winter. So if it is 
fossil fuel issues, then you people are fucked in the summertime too, just by common sense and logic, but I highly doubt it. But how do you not have enough fucking lectures? I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. Should not happen, but it's going to, and it's going to keep happening because all the tree huggers and we're killing the planet and the polar bears and all this shit are going to demonize you and they're going to make it so fucking expensive to put gas in your car, run your air conditioning and or your heat just to survive and you're an asshole. Remember, it's your fault. Don't forget that. And you're going to pay. You're going to pay until you make up your mind to switch. Yeah, that's really going to work. Well, let's see. You either use electricity or you feed your kids. You either fill up your car or you feed your kids. I was like, fuck. We don't have enough problems now. You got to pile more shit on more shit. Where's the accountability for COVID-19? What? Oh, yeah, that's your fault, too, because you're not wearing a mask. That doesn't work, unless it's N95. But that's your fault. See, so it's all your fault. No matter what, it's always your fault. Because shit runs downhill, there's no accountability, and uh, that ain't going to change. What else isn't going to change is inflation. I bought a bag of Tyson chicken wings tonight at BJ's Wholesale Club. 20 bucks, 20, 20 fucking dollars for a bag of Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wings, sorry. That bag, not that long ago, maybe 14 bucks. I looked at that price, I go, 20 bucks for a bag of fucking chicken wings? And there's no inflation. Gas has gone up on an average 20% already because they stopped the production of the XL pipeline. So inflation is already here and it's going up. Now, what people don't understand, and I encourage you to read the Bitcoin standard. Bitcoin's going up right now as I speak, and I have been harping on this shit for two years. $52,300 right now for one Bitcoin. I've been harping on this thing since it was around three grand. Actually, not even a year ago, it took a dive and it was 3500 or something. And I just wish I had more money to buy more, but I didn't because that's what being destroyed in a divorce does to you. Still recovering after five years. I'm not bitching. I'm just saying. I wish I had some money that I could have bought $3,000 Bitcoin last March or thereabouts. It's $52,000 right now. And after reading the Bitcoin standard, in my opinion, listen to other people, it's because it's not because it's going up in price. It's absorbing inflation. It's like if you took your stimulus check or let's say just I did, because I'm not seeing you. If I took my stimulus check that I never got, by the way, both of them. Max Kaiser just did this last night, him and Stacy. If you took your $1,200 stimulus check, I think it would have turned into over, I think it was $7,000 if you bought Bitcoin with it. That, my friends, is mostly inflationary. And there is some demand because now institutionals are getting it. Uh, Elon Musk bought, I think, $1.6 which definitely helped the price go up. They said, again, on Max Kaiser and the Kaiser Report yesterday, the episode I watched, Elon Musk allegedly took Tesla money, corporation money, and instead of purchasing more of its own shares, bought Bitcoin. According to Max Kaiser and the Kaiser Report, the Tesla corporation 
just buying that Bitcoin has made more money in Bitcoin than they have sold in Tesla cars for the history of the company. That's insane. Check it out. Kaiser Report. YouTube. Listen for yourself. That's insane. So as inflation keeps going up or is being absorbed, actually, in my opinion and what I've read, I actually think Bitcoin's like a anti-inflationary time machine. Or it's just becoming exponential, absorbing all the inflation from around the world. You're not making money. You're getting your inflation back. Which is, if you talk to any economist, I'm sure it's like, well, that's impossible. Really? Remember, this is the original Red Pill show. Impossible? Not what I see. And people are like, oh my God, Liz Clayman, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday at the closing bell, no, the closing bell, CNBC, but whatever her show is. And she had uh, Larry uh, Kudlow on it because he's going back, he's going to Fox Business News and, ha News and having his own show. Just to give you a reference of what I heard. I'm not bullshitting you. Just sharing information. Liz Clayman didn't talk to Larry Kudlow about this. This was right before that segment with some guys about Bitcoin and asked them, well, is this just starting or is it over? So again, they all had consensus that it's just starting. And Liz Clayman looked up the futures into April from options, I'm sure. And said, well, listen to this. They're saying that Bitcoin's going to be $54,000 in April. That's just crazy. Amazing. Um, not even 24 hours later, Bitcoin hit $55,000. So what I am suggesting is just watch it. I'm not suggesting anything else. Watch Bitcoin. Because Max Kaiser predicted this. He predicted, and it came true, by December of 2020, this past December, Christmas, Bitcoin would hit $20,000 a coin. It hit twenty-five, or thereabouts. He is now predicting for 2021, by the end of the year, that Bitcoin will be $250,000 a coin. I think that's insane, but it was 25,000 at the end of December. It's not even the middle of February and it's $52,000 and it was 55,000 today. So that my friends, in my opinion, it's not increasing in dollars. It's reversing inflation. The big difference. Because see, when, when you make money as a gain on an investment, that's a capital gain. And you pay taxes on it. But for some reason, you can't write off inflation as a loss. And after all these years and everything else, inflation's finally coming to bite them in the ass. And that's Bitcoin. You're getting your inflation money back well, it's not really money. It's losing your purchasing power. You're regaining your purchasing power. There's a huge difference between a legitimate gain and dollars. Compared to getting back or retaining your purchasing power. And if you learn that, then it all makes sense. So instead of inflation biting you in the ass, it's anti-inflation coming back to whoever has Bitcoin. If that makes any sense, that's the best way I can explain this to you. So you're basically rolling the clock back to get your purchasing power. When gas was 50 cents a gallon, you could buy a steak for five bucks. 
That's what you're doing. You're, you're rolling back inflation, which is revealed in Bitcoin, and that's measured in dollars in this country. So it appears that you're making money, but what you're really doing is you're increasing your purchasing power because the inflation is now anti-inflation. You're spinning the clock back in time. And that's reflected, in my opinion, and from what I've heard from other people, that's what Bitcoin's about. And you really can't stop that. Just like you can't stop inflation when you print a shitload of money. Now they can't stop anti-inflation because of Bitcoin. So there you go. I know that's it. So as long as costs keep going up, Inflation keeps going up. Bitcoin will keep going up. Just keep an eye on it. Now, I'm just talking about Bitcoin. I'm not talking about Ethereum. I'm not talking about uh, the DeFi realm, altcoins, none of that. I am specifically just talking about Bitcoin. So read the Bitcoin standard. Again, the Rich Dad Poor Dad podcast for about a month ago or three weeks ago at the most. He had a guy on there, something Lee was his name. His last name's Lee, explaining this very, not this very thing, but about Bitcoin. Just remember, I've been talking about it for, I clearly easily remember when it was $10,000 and I was talking about it. It's $52,000 a coin. I, I can't even believe that. So do your homework, watch it. It's been volatile, volatile, it fluctuates. I don't know, just watch it. But pretty much you can bet your ass, in my opinion, when it keeps going up, that's all your purchasing power coming back and the inflation, the inflation clock is running backwards, which people say that's impossible. Yeah, okay. Well, so is a meltdown and so is COVID and all the other shit that we've been subjected to was supposedly impossible. It's not impossible. It's happening. Remember, this is the original red pill show. So with that said, I'm done. My deepest apologies for not doing a show in a while. But for the love of God, <laughs> Do your homework and don't listen to the talking heads. I don't even watch TV anymore. I have sling and I watch epics and stars in shitty movies. I've seen a million fucking times and then I'll watch YouTube videos. Crypto Casey. She's awesome. I follow her on Twitter, Max Kaiser and the Kaiser report and, um, boom bust on, um, Russian television. And then Mitch Ray, if you like the te technical analyzation on YouTube. And that's it. And then read the Bitcoin standard and you might get an idea of what's going on. Because people don't even, most financial experts don't get it. I know Mark Cuban does. He's another one you can probably, I haven't really looked into what he said, but he's been saying some good things about it. So just do your homework because I don't want to see people freezing their fucking balls off in Texas because, oh, we don't have enough electricity. Yeah. I don't want to see you losing your purchasing power in case your electric bill does go to $400 a month or fill up your car is $200 a fill up. And a state costs you 50 bucks and yada, 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 yada. I don't want to see that. So keep one weary eye on inflation through Bitcoin. Because it's going to bite you in the ass. And before you know it, you're going to go, what the fuck happened? Glad I listened to the red original red pill show and kept an eye. I'm not telling you to buy it. I'm telling you to watch it. 
watch it. That's all I can tell you. All right. So thanks for listening to me. I'm going to get the hell out of here. What's going on in here? One, two, three, four, five, six people in the chat room on Podbean. What's up, guys? And then I get, let's see. I don't know who's in the speaker chat room. If I can pull it up. No, we got nobody there. But most of our listeners, they don't even know we're on Spreaker. So that's fine. I've started and continued, and I'm going to continue on Podbean as well. So thanks for listening to me, guys. Share the show. Have a good night. And for the love of God, do your own fucking homework. Okay? There's podcasts. There's all kinds of information on uh, cryptocurrency, but focus. I would focus on educating yourself on Bitcoin. Because the rest of it, in my opinion, is probably like going to the casino. So you better be very careful. All right. So that's it. And you can thank me later. Do whatever the fuck you want. But I just don't want to see people suffer. I really don't. I want you to be educated and informed. And you need to do your own homework. All right. I can just give you the tools or the guidance. I can't do it for you. You have to do it on your own. And share the show, please. All right. All right. Thanks for listening to me. You have been listening to the original Red Pill Show.